0: Hi, I'm JR, and welcome to the JR Show podcast. Very special guest, a first timer, never sat down with this guy. He's got the song, God Turn It Around. Please welcome John Reddick. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome a first timer to the show? One of the most beautiful voices on our playlist, Mr. John Reddick. Um,
1: oh man, thank you, Jr.
0: Hey, um, I it's when I come out of one of your songs, whether it's on our worship channel, we play a few of your songs on our worship channel, and uh, I come out of it. You and Jonathan Tra- uh, Trailer, Jonathan Trailer, yeah, Jonathan Trailer, yeah, yeah. That's man, uh, I both, love Jonathan. Both you guys have these just beautiful voices. Where I come out of it and I go. <sighs> <laughs> it's pretty jonathan's
1: really i love jonathan man he's a good guy he's a good guy
0: one of the biggest songs on our playlist this year is god turned it around so we're going to talk about that in just a little bit uh Mm -hmm. let me set up a couple things right out of the gate um all right right. this 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 cage of bingo balls is just a way for us to get to some random questions for you Um, (laughs) so we'll spin that and then uh, you may notice the green screen behind us this is a way so when we share clips on socials of you and i chatting it's just an interesting background Now, we've had a recent development. Um, Somebody is mowing the lawn outside (laughs) of the studio here, and uh, it's like horrible timing. And uh, if they worked for us, we could go, hey, can you come back after... He's left, but they don't work for us. So they're just going to do what they're going to do. Oh man! So I was going to give you a few options of a background uh, between a city skyline or not a body shop or a mall. Oh, man. Um, But if you're okay with it, I wouldn't mind giving the image of the outside of this place. I
1: love that. We should do that. That's that's what's up.
0: So our buddy Alex, who uh, changes the screen here, let me just uh, Alex, if you can do a just anybody mowing or weed eating, that would be great. There we go. <laughs> all right, we have no windows to see somebody mowing outside of here, but now we get kind of what it could look like That's here. Right. Yeah, because
1: he's trimming the bushes now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good thing. Going so on
0: while there. we're talking, this is just gonna all be getting done. All right. Yeah. I love it. So, all right, let's um, let's go into. Actually, let's lead off with God Turn around. Just a mm-hmm. just a huge, huge song. Uh, obviously a a message that resonates with so many people. This past year, I had a couple of life experience, things that were like they situations that were dead and buried. Mm. Um, And so when people ask me, hey, when did that change, you know, between marriage and addictions and things? It's like, when did that change? I'm like, I don't know. I came to the end of me Mm. where all the strength I had to fix the situation, (laughs) I would call it a failure. I had nothing left. I could not fix it. I was time of death, dead and buried kind of a deal. But, my story now has God attached to it it's he I don't know, yeah, he did it, yeah, so that he would receive the glory um, can you walk walk me up, God turn around, just kind of where the song came from before I play it? man, The song came
1: from a moment that I was having actually right after a conversation with my dad um and it's interesting um, we were talking we don't we haven't really spent a lot of time on the phone in just our all of our adult years. But this particular time, for some reason, we were on the phone for more than the five minutes that we spent, you know, and I, I looked up, we were on the phone for like an hour. And yeah. But what was happening was we were sharing stories, just life, life stories of uh, just the journeys that we had walked, you know, the things that we had walked through um, in life. And both of us were kind of brokenhearted at hearing what the other one had walked through. And God was just doing, a healing kind of thing in those moments and i remember just having tears of joy in my eyes as i hung up the phone and i literally just looked up and i was like god you really do turn things around and i one of the things i love to do is as i'm processing i just kind of go and play the piano just as a way of just getting centered or you know whatever you'd like to call it connecting with god and and i just remember having this feeling inside um, that I was so happy about what was happening. I had so much joy about this kind of rekindling moment and that I wanted other people to be able to feel the same thing. And that's kind of where the lyrics were. I'm praying God come and turn this around because I wanted other people to be able to experience the part of God that I was feeling right now that actually takes the situation where he's a running father, right? Like you said, you know, we we're out there at the end of us. And that's when he does, like the father in the story, lifts up his robe and runs straight to us. And that's what he was doing for our relationship. And so I just started <coughs> playing. I was playing for hours. I don't know, like two or three hours. And I just kept saying, God, turn it around. God, turn it around. I remember saying it over and over and over again. And he is up to something. And then I got with a couple of friends. And then that's how we we finished the song. Um, and so, yeah, it came from there. We were those friends. We had been writing songs in a way for our church, just trying to. We knew stories that people were going through, and so we were trying to write where God meets us in these moments.
0: Um, let's do a random question right here. Okay. I've got this uh, bingo cage here, and let's so go. if you could spin that. and all then right, right. Each little bingo ball correlates with a question on my sheet here.
1: All right, let's all just right. one time around. Huh? Oh. There we go.
0: There we go. And I didn't do it. All right, right. what do we got? Let's see. 44. And 44. Okay. Um, John, talk to me about fast food for two minutes. (laughs) Your relationship with fast food, um, your go tos. If calories were no issue, where would you be? Awkwardness of a drive through. What's your.
1: Man, I go to the same place so many times that they know my name. Oh, good. Because I go through there. Like, just, just that. So, Chick fil A number one bottle of water. Okay. If there were no calories involved, but because I'm trying to. Do better. Yeah. <laughs> Number five with a bottle of water. So I changed ch- okay. fried chicken to grilled
0: chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Chick-fil-A almost feels like healthy fast food. I don't, yeah. I know it's not, but it feels like compared to Taco Bell or McDonald's, Chick-fil-A is like, let me choose a good. Well, if I'm riding in that and it's 10
1: o'clock, Chick-fil-A is
0: closed. Yeah. Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> See, Taco Bell is my weakness. Uh, well, it was before my buddy Steve showed me a video of the meat they use. I have not. I've gone from my favorite thing to oh. never touching it once he showed me a video of the cows For they real? use. And I, it it healed me. <laughs> <laughs> that that video of the meat they use, like the cows they use, I won't talk about right now in case anybody's having an early dinner. But it, I was done forever because there's a good chance that maybe there's a decent cow they're using. But in my mind, I'm picturing that yeah. they use the cheaper throwaway cows, which leads to my delicious, you know, cheese and beef and oh, rice man. and all this stuff.
1: You're, you're discipling me right now, man. I mean, But like.
0: it, <laughs> yeah, but it was but that was my if I was swinging by and I just was in a place where I'm like, you know, what? tomorrow I'll start right again. My life all over. <laughs> I can throw down a good. Like it's wrong. If you're hitting 15 bucks and you're in a car by yourself at Taco Bell, something's wrong. Yeah. like I should not be spending $15 here.
1: Wait, what's your go to at Taco Bell?
0: Oh, man. Just take a picture of the dollar menu. And um, (laughs) I do a Nacho Bell Grande with with just cheese and ground beef. um, And that's my appetizer. And then that's like, oh, okay, this is good, but it's not enough food. And then I go to the Doritos Locos. Yeah, and <laughs> it's my <I> daughter's favorite. <laughs> I could, gosh, I could throw down probably 15 if they weren't two bucks each. Really? But oh, I, I had one moment uh, in Florida where there was a thunderstorm nearby. And my son was playing soccer down the street. And so I'm like, let me go get Taco Bell. And I, I got about 10 bucks worth of food. And a thunderstorm hit, knocked the power out to the Taco Bell. And I'm in the drive-thru in between where you order and where you pick up. Already feeling bad that, oh, 10 bucks. And I'm in a car by myself. I have to make it look like I'm picking up for the team. (laughs) (laughs) But then when the power came back on, they're like, Hey, we can't charge your credit card because it's going to take about five minutes for our computer to reboot. So the person behind you ordered about $30 worth of food. That's because they can't get it to them because they're behind me. Mm-hmm. They're like this is all going to go bad while we wait for this computer to so they're like, "Here. Just take, take it, it and go." Oh. So I'm sitting there in a parking lot with $40 worth of the heaviest bags of Taco Bell you could imagine. And oh, this is full confession. Bro. I did my best. <laughs> because when I'll something's imagine. free, yeah. And you're already cheating, you're already going through 10 bucks and I'm like, what, let me see what they ordered. And I'm like, <laughs> this is gluttony's is a sin. And I, that was, a, that was a sinful night for me. Oh man. But oh, you know, man. it was the combination of cheap, delicious fast food and free that collided in one magical Florida thunderstorm <laughs> night. You know, hey, that's, I hear you. But I hear you. Now you feeling better about Chick Fil A? <laughs> oh man, I feel. Like. <laughs> and you're ordering water with your meal, so you're already good. But, but
1: that's because my favorite one is the the, the Chick Fil A lemonade. Okay, yeah. man, that takes me out, man. It's like I'm a sugar addict, and that thing, yeah, that thing is ooh, right. It's too good. So I'm like, God, you got to help me. I got to get that bottle yeah. <laughs> <of> water, man. <laughs>
0: God, God, turn this around <laughs> in this drive-through. Let me turn around, yo, yo, uh, yo baby. Sorry. <laughs> you're a memphis guy who now lives in kind of the nashville area is that right yeah
1: my story of of how i found out about toby mack i was my mom plays piano so i i was playing she asked me to sub for her i was just learning how to play and i played for her at this united methodist church and and it was really my first time being at a church like that where no one looked like me right so i'm like okay cool I'm, I'm playing i learned the songs and then the, the girl passed me a cd she said hey can you learn number eight on this track i forgot what number it was and she handed me the cd and i was like huh dc talk jesus freak oh. what in the world does that mean <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first time i oh, mess with uh, Toby all the time i was like man the first time i saw that title i was so confused of what yeah. this was <laughs> but yeah well
0: man. uh it was funny because i asked terry oh that's my feeding windows oh, just gone. Go. but um I asked, you know, cause I grew up on, on DC talk all the way back to free at last and wow. before where it was more hip hop of the time. Mm-hmm. And then it went kind of a grungy feel, but I, it was interesting that Terry was like, so I, I haven't really set this up to the audience, but Toby Mac, who owns Goatee, which is the mm-hmm. label you're on. Mm-hmm. That's why we're talking about this. But I asked Terry, <laughs> I'm like, you know, did you grow up big? Toby's now the one that signs the paychecks? Did you grow up Toby? she's like. I'd never heard of that guy a day in my <laughs> life. <laughs> and even after she did, it's not like she became a fan. Right, right, right. You know, like Jamie Grace would have been, oh, I grew up mm-hmm. on, you know, growing up in, you know, church homeschool. Yeah. With Terrence, I don't know him from anything. Yeah. And still, even after her, so I was like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Like there's others of us yeah. around the country that have Toby and Tate and Kevin on a poster on our wall, and Terrence, like, I don't care. Whatever.
1: Man, you know, I, maybe it's a Memphis thing because we, they're, We just, we heard different things in the you know.
0: D.C. Talk should have toured harder in Western (laughs) Tennessee. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. They should
1: have done that. It would be great. That's cool.
0: Okay. We've got to, by the way, because there were landscapers just outside of our building, uh, John has chosen a, well, just mowing and stuff going on in the background (laughs) behind us. People who click on this clip are going to be like, why, why the well that's what's going on outside so we brought that inside yeah um let's well <laughs> let's uh actually let's go into a new song right right now what would you like all 15 of my listeners to hear um what uh what new song of your? you just came out with an album this year mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so what's a sampling you'd like us to hear let me turn down the music real quick so everybody can just hear that there is landscaping happening on the other side of the wall it's. I mean, they're they're tearing it up out there.
1: They are. So. Um, wait, wait. What is he doing? What would you guess he's doing right now?
0: That's that's weed eater, I think. Right? Or is that the blower? That might.
1: Oh, maybe it's a blower. But it sounds like he's chopping something. It's like a, a small mower, like a saw. So maybe like he's hedges. edging. Yeah. Oh man,
0: perfect. Yeah. That's. I think that's the loudest of the bunch. The blower is pretty, pretty, pretty loud too. Yeah,
1: but that means it's the end when there's a blower. So. That's true. Let's hope for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there you know, on the, on the record, the album that we just released this year, um, there's one song where it talks about the power of his name. And, and um, it's a song I got a chance to write with uh, Nathan Knuckles and Christy Knuckles. Uh, and we just, yeah. Some of my best friends. Like, I love them with all my heart, man. And uh, and Nathan comes in one day. He's like, hey, man, this song, uh, what do you think uh, if we bring one more person in, uh, what how how'd you feel about matt redmond writing on it and oh, i was wow. like uh Legend. is that a question <laughs> is that a real co- it's like somebody <laughs> on the mainstream site. hey uh, we got
0: bono available you know just you like know, insert look- an a-list right, in the worship right, world right, right you want matt redmond <laughs> <laughs> so he
1: was man it was it was great doing that and he sung it with me and everything like that so i was it was it was a huge honor um, yeah. to be able to just even sit in the room with him and then There's a song um, that I've been working on this year that I kind of tipped my hat to one of my favorite artists, uh, but it it really talks about, it. I'll I'll let a lot of it be a surprise, but the the main concept behind it is the fact that um, no matter where we are in life, we are not doing it by ourselves. Uh, We are not traveling through life by ourselves. We're not journeying alone. And I think um, especially after crisis hits the world, you know, from 2020 till now, sometimes we forget, you know, uh, and we forget that we're not navigating through these situations by ourselves. But God is with us.
0: Um, what's the name of the song right here?
1: I Don't Fight Alone.
0: Will you please, uh, we'll end on one more random question in just a little bit. But, right. um this was one thing I, I have, you know, radio friends, we share audio and interviews sometimes. And, um, you told a story on my friend's station that I'm like, whenever I have John in, I've got to ask him to tell this story. Will you please tell the story of the bridge in San Francisco where you were chasing the super moon? Oh,
1: <laughs> man. Oh, man. Um, let's see. So I, long story short, I found out that the supermoon was gonna be its biggest. I had already been looking for it while we were here, but found out that while I was gonna be in California on tour, like on the Hits Deep tour, the moon would be its biggest that it's ever been, well, that it's been, yeah. in this while there. So so San Francisco, though, and I was in Sacramento, so like, yeah. I was like, uh, oh, it, it, it won't. I don't, there's no way for me to get out there before we can have to go to the next city. But God just started orchestrating all these different things that didn't seem like they would happen. And I find myself three, four o'clock in the morning. Like I just, I met up with my cousins who lived in San Francisco. <laughs> and then I, uh, I I drove down uh, to the bridge and I get ready to cross over. the The funny thing is there are two people out here at the Golden Gate Bridge at 4 a.m. <laughs> where it's in complete darkness and it's me and this other guy, you know. And so uh, his name, I find out later, his name is Ricky. And so there's there's a fog everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of let down because we're like there's no way we'll see this moon. And then the guard says, hey, if you cross the bridge on the other side, it goes up and it'll probably be over the fog. And so he was like, "I can give you a ride though, because it'll take you like f- five days to walk over there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he he uh, he takes us over there in this paddy wagon, and I'm just I'm laughing because I'm in this paddy wagon and uh, with this stranger in the back of this thing It's just <laughs> the most awkward <laughs> moment. At Four a.m. in the morning, <laughs> and he starts showing me these pictures he's been painting. I mean, he's been uh, taking pictures, and I love to paint, so I was trying to find like this beautiful i always wanted this picture of my own that i could actually paint the bridge Mm -hmm. to. so i'm like i'll have this picture i don't have to you know look you know in some magazine it'll be like a real picture we get on the other side and we start walking the the moon starts kind of ducking behind mountain cliffs so we keep having to walk up and around before i know it now we're really um we're really just walking around these mountain ridges trying to get a good picture because the moon is ducking fast it's 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 yeah. setting fast it's moving fast and as we start walking back uh we started having this conversation and Ricky starts telling me some things now i grew up in south memphis so yeah. just to give you like the to frame the picture um memphis is a wonderful place to visit and there's some parts of memphis that are hard to live in growing up and yeah. so I came from some rough places, you know. And so I've seen a lot of things in life. And so there are not a lot of things that scare me. So, you know. But Ricky was talking about some things that kind of scared me. Oh, so he was from San Francisco. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, he started talking about how he'd been fighting demons and he's getting things. He was, like, casting things away with sage and fire and he was clairvoyant. While he's saying these things, we are walking on this mountain ridge where the side of the street is not a sidewalk but the drop off down to the water (laughs) like off the mountain i'm like God, I, all I could think about were the pig, the pigs in the Bible. <laughs> I was like, "God, am I going to make it off this bridge?" So, man, and
0: we, nobody's going to find me. Nobody, because yeah. nobody's out there. Like nobody's going to find Toby me. Toby Max gonna. looking for new goatee artists. At that point,
1: they're like, "Man, where is John today? John is always off on some adventure." <laughs> yeah. Man, as we started walking, um, he was telling me all these things that were scaring the crap out of me, and I just remember praying, "Like God, just just watch over me." And yeah. And as we really got into it, we started walking across the bridge, and he said, um, he just started crying, weeping. He was like, you know, when I came to the bridge this morning, I decided that I was going to throw my camera over, and then he said he was going to jump. And he said, I don't know what it is about what you've been telling me about God and and the stories that we've been sharing, but I don't want to jump anymore, and uh man i i uh i looked at him i put my put my arm on his shoulder I said man you're not jumping today bro <laughs> and we walked the rest of uh that bridge and now every year this has been four or five years now. Every yeah. year on that same day in November, he messages me and said, and lets me know how he's doing and tells me what's going on in his life. And it's and and I he told me called me Clarence. I was like I didn't get it. <laughs> I was like what is Clarence? And then <laughs> it's a wonderful yes life. <laughs> yes. I was like oh man I'm far from Clarence, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> like, you know it's
0: illegal to commit suicide around here? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's illegal oh, where yeah. I come from, too. Oh man, <laughs>
1: man, but yeah, it's it's man. It just it, but it would for me. It was a moment in my life where I was I knew that God could do it for us. I was all I didn't know if God would do it for us in those moments. So I became cynical about what I knew and what I believed about God, you know. And so it was that same week. Actually, the ironic thing was I'd never heard anybody talk to me about suicide. That same week, God bookends my one week with a guy in the beginning who told me that he was going to commit suicide and then an Uber driver who had been a youth pastor, but had gone through divorce and had a rocky thing. And he was about to do the same exact thing on that same week. Mm. Both of them are saying, you know what? I think I need to rethink. I'm going to rethink what I was thinking about in the beginning. So, um, and I remember walking away like God, you know what? I'm sorry. You have your own time and I need to just trust you to do things in your own time.
0: Let's uh, hit one more random question from our. <laughs> all right, all right, let's go. All right, give so it a, it a, a good sp- spin. A this good is the closest spin. you're probably gonna be to uh, wheel of or what is it called? Uh, Prices right? Oh, Where man. you get to spin the. This is the closest. Well, I mean, I don't you know, know. how long no. I've been
1: watching? <laughs> I, I wanted to spin that wheel since I was a kid. <laughs> I have no.
0: So have I. I have no poll. But uh, this is cool though. This is cool. I was I, always I, nervous I, that like I'm gonna be the first guy that. uh, Yeah. Pull a little harder, buddy. You're not like. Dude, I know. It doesn't look heavy. Could I give it a. Man. All right. This is the closest I can get you
1: to that. You know what? No. I'll take this, man. This is awesome. Okay. In 38.
0: In 38. John, how long could you make it in the wild if you got stranded? What's your plan of attack? Somehow you end up in the woods and <laughs> Like remote, let's just picture California because that happens a lot out in like the Sierra Nevadas where people go hiking, and then all of a sudden, I saw this on a show where they're like, It's called I Should Be Dead, where they just simply go hiking, and you're like, My hotel is just an hour down the way, but you get turned around up there, and people were like, A week later, they die, you know? Yeah, with that morbid thought, <laughs> if you. If you were out there based on skills you currently have, how long do you think you would make it? What's a plan of attack?
1: Hmm. All right. So I'm going to channel my inner, you know, Enneagram. Yeah. All right. I'm an Enneagram four. So we're hey, Enneagram four, the world
0: um, unite. They call me an unhealthy four, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: my first thought is I could be, uh, I can be, um, what's my man's name in Castaway where he had Wilson oh yeah I could at least stay out there for a long time because any of ground Fords we're kind of individuals we can yeah. we're the weirdest oh, yeah. <laughs> or at least we're Ooh. lonely. We can be loners, but we don't want to be we'll ru- alone.
0: We'll write a great song, but we'll talk to volleyballs at the end of yes, the day. <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. And then let's see, I, I met a guy in South Africa who, who owned these uh, safaris and he told me that he was face to face with a real lion huh. in the, uh, in the wilderness one time, literally. And he, he has all these animals too, but he has lions, yeah. <laughs> but he said he came to face to face with a wild one and he said he had no idea what to do and the lion looked at him and he just looked at it and he said i just started screaming like as loud as i could at the lion like ah! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds crazy and then he said the lion backed off huh. he said because this he said i think it's because god has made us he literally said we are we are to rule right and yeah. take dominion of the world and so The lions that get tamed and you bring them in over here, they understand that they're stronger than us, but the first time a lion ever meets you, they have no idea what you are. So then, if you're bold enough to scare them and they're not used to other things being scared of them,
0: yeah. so i am take that with me. (laughs) That's all I got, though. (laughs) We we still haven't discussed how you're going to find food and water yet, but Uh. if, if you... We've covered that you're going to be fine for wildlife yes. if you don't starve. So good. Oh, How leaves. would you do it making foot leaves? Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'll make you, it, man. Are, is your knowledge of the berry world up to par? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know.
1: If it, if it looks like a blackberry, I'll eat I don't know, man. That's a great plan, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Man vs. Wild. I saw him squeeze. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things on
0: there. Could you eat a bug? Like, wh- how would you be... Would you be bothered with grossness if you had to like i mean you do with some of the stuff you might have to do
1: though i mean if i'm gonna i can either eat a bug or i can be eaten by the bug in a few days because i'm yeah. dead so
0: i'll eat the bug yeah i'd be in trouble because i wouldn't trapping an animal to get some protein i'd be in trouble i'd be the king of berries so. i'd be a vegetarian for yeah. sure man I, i'm
1: not down <laughs> <with that. laughs> i'm not down with some of that man. i had a guy <laughs>
0: We did. Uh, I did some some bit on the air a couple of years ago where I was like, "When's the time you ever got face to face with wildlife like scary?" And a guy down in Naples m- messaged and he said he was face to face with a like a cougar or a oh. panther or something, and like face to face like your lion guy, and he for some reason pulled up the country of Wales, their national anthem on his phone. I don't know why that was the first thing he pulled up. But he held up the Welsh, he asked Siri to play the Welsh national anthem, and he just played it, and the thing took off. So either it doesn't like uh. music or whales, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, you yeah. know, like, or the European Union in general, I don't know what it was about the the, the anthem. That's but crazy. he, I was like, you're the only person on the planet that has that story of scaring off wildlife with the Welsh with national anthem. Welsh. So try it. That's bef- right. If, try, I'll if try. yelling doesn't work, yes. Siri. <laughs> you know <laughs> I'll, try that. Well I'll try that I'll try that i gonna do it hey uh, it's great to uh, great finally having you and loving loving the song and, and, and new songs as well and uh, love yeah. your heart as well so great to finally get to meet you
1: it's great to meet you thank you all for having me it's been an honor
0: absolutely love that guy John Reddick Uh, my guest. I want to remind you to hit subscribe. You'll be alerted when the next episode of the JR Show podcast comes out. We also appreciate you sharing uh, and following along on Instagram. And yeah, hit subscribe. We'll alert you when the next one comes out. Thank you as always for listening to the JR Show podcast. We'll talk to you next time.